We're talking FIFA World Cup 2018 now, and we're joined on the program by Ivan the Godfather Vissalich. And Ivan, thanks very much for joining us on the show, because I'm sure, even though you might put on a happy face, deep down, you'd be a little upset about what happened to your mighty men in the early hours of this morning. Yeah, a little bit disappointed, obviously. It's... Um it's been a it's been a great tournament. Croatia did really well, and just a you know a little bit of a, a strange way to, get, to to not you know come away with a victory today. I mean, French were very good, very clinical, but just had that feeling we we sort of three of the goals weren't quite were a little bit soft goals, if you could say it that way. You know, mm. tell us about the VAR. We, we knew this would come into prominence at some stage, probably not as big as it has done with this final. What did you make of the use of it and the referee's decision? Uh, because that really, I suppose it took the wind out of the sails of Croatia, didn't it? Yeah, it's a, it's a key moment. You know? I mean, we've seen it used through the tournament and it's been pretty good. I mean, sometimes you think it could be used more, sometimes less, but it's one of those ones where the referee needs to interpret what he thinks it is. And, and obviously for the every single Croatian fan around the world he's interpreted it incorrectly, <laughs> but for every single French one he's interpreted it correctly. So... Look, it's a hard, it's a hard, uh, hard one to take for the fans, but you know this is what the uh, the technology is there for to try to make it fairer. And, you know, there was other ones where you potentially could have missed it and this and that. I mean, they're all opinions now. So, you know, I think overall the game was exciting. You know, I think uh, both teams played pretty good. I think Croatia dominated for long periods and, and really showed that they were worthy of making the finals. So they can be very proud of that. Mm. You, you mentioned the VI and the decision that the ref made. I suppose if you were sitting down the middle, and you had no favour either way, could you actually make a definitive call on whether that was a handball or not? Was it was it that tight? Was it that difficult? Look, it struck the hand, so, you know, the interpretation is whichever team you're, uh, you're going for is probably going to be different. Me. I'm, you know, I'm not sure what happened upstairs. You know, there's three, probably three of the referees upstairs, assistant referees looking at it, so they've obviously potentially just said to the ref that you need to make the call yourself. So they've caught him over. That's why he's gone to the salon to make that call himself. Potentially they haven't instructed him what, what, whether they think it is or isn't. So, yeah, look, it was unfortunate timing as well. well never, a goal is never, uh, well, apparently it's never good timing. But, um, you know, they keep pushing. And, you know, France scored some very good goals at the end as well. So they showed their quality. I mean, they've been very good through the whole tournament. And, um, you know, I think... I think for the for the Croatian team, if you're going into the final there and you're you're you have a slight underdog, you need a lot of things to go your right uh, your way, you know. And unfortunately, I think you know potentially the three of the goals didn't really go their way. Mm. So I think the first one, you know, the own goal obviously is not not good on that side, and the penalty comes, and then also the the goal from uh, Pogba, even though it's a beautiful goal, you know, that first one, the rebound goes straight back to him. So it's another little bit of a l- unlucky bounce, you know, but. You know, you've got to take these chances and France put them away and they showed that they were, you know, a very, very good team. Croatia, though, look, involved in a highly entertaining, as I said, I'm one of those middle guys. I'm not one way or the other, but a highly entertaining final because it had a wee bit of everything. It had plenty of goals being scored. It had a wee bit of controversy. It had some fun. It had two distinct different teams in their very different styles. So to be part of what I think a game that summarises the FIFA World Cup 2018 beautifully must be very proud once you get over the the misery of losing uh, from a Croatian nation. You played a, an enormous role in this World Cup and its success. Yeah, look, I think for, uh, to come second in the World Cup is a, 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 an awesome effort from the Croatian team and to go through the World Cup so well and, 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 and play and score lots of goals and do well. I mean, you know, it's, uh, it's a great achievement and um, we've seen right through the tournament lots of good goals, lots of good games and some good football and you're right, I think in the past some finals can sort of 
become very defensive and, and very close and potentially have extra time in that. But, you know, this one after the first goal just sort of opened up and we saw both teams take advantage of those slip-ups or those mistakes, or those openings and score, uh, score, score goals. And to get six goals in a final doesn't happen a lot. So, you know, once on the corner, it is very entertaining to watch. Okay, so you look back at the third place that Croatia achieved back in 1998 and think of the players that are running around there this evening or this morning um, would have been buoyed by that. They would have been inspirational figures uh, for these younger mm-hmm. players, as will this team now for the next generation. What this does for football in Croatia can't be understated, can it, Ivan? It can't be. I mean, it's a small nation, but I think I've seen a lot of the, the images from, from Croatia and the cities and that they're watching on the big screens and the, and the uh, centres and that. Look, everyone is on the streets and everyone's uh, just going crazy. And that's what is going to help inspire those kids that are now 9, 10, 11 years old. Well, the whole generation, but those ones there that are coming through, that are going to be playing the national team, we're trying to put that shirt on in 10 or 15 years' time and playing at World Cups. This is what's going to help. And, you know, it's going to be the same for the French and for other teams coming through. I mean, we're, we're, football is there and, and inspires everyone in the nation. And that's what... Uh, you know, that's what it's there for, and that's what it brings everyone together for. You touched on it before, Ivan Vesselich, but you've got to give credit to, to the French side, unbeaten right the way through that tournament. Um, they were the better side. They were picked as, as you know favourites, give or take, right at the start of the tournament, and they didn't let it down. And the way they the way they played in, in the final and the way they didn't have a great deal of possession, but they struck when it mattered, and then when the tired legs started coming, suddenly the speed came out. They did play a, a winning brand of football, didn't they? And they are they deserved winners. Can you say that or not, or you'd be sick in your mouth? Well, I don't really want to say it. I want to say it in different words. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, they're, they're very, they're a very good team. You know, very good team. I mean, right through the whole, every position in the field is very good. And plus the ones coming off the bench were very, very good. So, look, as I mentioned, now in that final, I mean, I, I think they go into that game as favourites. They played very good through the uh, through the tournament and they got some world-class players. I mean, Mbappe is a, is a guy that is going to shine, I think, for many, many years. To come and he's going to be a force to reckon with, and so will France because they're a young team. So, you know, they're very good. They played very well and they scored, you know, some very good goals. So, you know, they deserved winners in the end. That's right. I mm. mean, you know, the side of the, the side for Croatia is a bit, little bit unlucky. The ball didn't really bounce your way, and that's that's what you need when you when you go into the final as a, as a bit of an underdog. So, you know, favourites they pulled through. They scored some good goals and they showed how they can. Uh, kill a game off and win the tournament. The tournament as a whole, from your perspective, how successful was it? What did you like about it and what maybe did you not like so much about the way things rolled? I thought it very successful. I think uh, I, I spent, I was there for one of the games. I thought the people and the atmosphere at the, the stadium and the people around the ground was, was tremendous. And I also thought that what we saw was a lot of competitive football uh, from all the teams. You know, I saw some performers from teams that that didn't get a point, that only got three points or two points. I thought they pushed other teams right to the brink. You know, we saw the upsets of the big teams getting knocked out. We saw uh, last-minute goals. So, look, I think that tournament had everything, to be honest, and um, they just missed, you know, the one thing they everyone wanted was the Croatian team to win it. Well, except for all the English who thought it was going home. Um, so there's always them. Well, what did you make of the, the – I suppose they, they contributed, didn't they, the English team to this whole tournament? And uh, from an English perspective point of view, because this is what we are, uh, it add, added something else, and they'd be pretty proud of the way they went deep into this tournament. Again, another young team promising them for the future. Yeah, look, I think they played well. I think they brought their character to the tournament. They had some, uh, you know, good games in that as well. I mean, they always get fired up. Everyone gets fired up to, to, to drive their team and to try to get right to the end and to win it. I mean, everyone's going to be disappointed when they don't get there as well. So, 
look, a lot of countries have proven that they're improving in their football and um, a lot of players coming through for the future. So, look, yeah, I think it's a very successful tournament all over. And as uh, you, you mentioned a couple of players before, the young uh, Frenchman, Kylian Mbappe, and the, and the speed and the talent that he's got, of course, uh, Modric, uh, uh, won a gong as well. They'd probably rather have a World Cup winner's medal. But anyone else out there that really stood up for you? And a couple of names you can name-check for us, Ivan? Well, I think we saw Hazard was outstanding. You know, the Belgian team, two or three players in that team, was absolutely outstanding. I think, um, you know, even the Brazilian team, you know, Neymar was hated, but you saw those those, those hated for his diving and that there, or maybe his overplaying acting by head, those glimpses of that absolute class, you know, and, and we saw, uh, you know, snippets from here and there as well. We saw um, another guy, Argentina, and, you know, Messi showed what he could do, Ronaldo showed some class as well, still still got it. Those guys have still got it. People write them off, but they've still got it, still producing, uh, you know, incredible football and, and, and small snippets in the tournament, you know, so... Look right through. The, there's been some some good games and some and some great memories now for us to look back on. Great stuff, Ivan Vislich. Sorry it didn't go the way you'd planned it, and same with all the other Croatian brothers and sisters out there listening. But uh, they were part of a magnificent final. We thank you very much for your time and correspondence over the last couple of weeks. Thanks, mate. No problem. Thank you.